show and his hosts have no affiliation with Disney. Listener discretion is advised. The one and only Real Disney Podcast! Alright, this is the Real Disney Podcast episode for Hercules. Uh, tonight you have your wonderful host, Sandy, if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh, good old Brian with us. I'm still here. But we don't have a Tom. Um, but we'll decide if he ever gets to come back or not. He still has the... Asphasia. Asphasia. Asphasia, Is yes. what we decided he has. Um, he's had it for a long time. And like <laughs> I said, there's no cure, so... Uh, he's It's a daily struggle. It is a daily struggle. <laughs> and we have a special guest back with us. She was here for our Jungle Book episode, and she is back for Hercules. We have Jamie Fox with us. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit of news real quick. Shouldn't take me too long. Um, I saw that the Avengers Age of Ultron has already grossed over $200 million overseas in the international release. Man. So I'm pretty sure it's going to do okay. Guys, in case you're wondering about the new Avengers movie and if it was going to do okay in theaters, I think it's going to be okay. And, and everything I've heard about it, you know, from, like, the press releases and stuff, is like, I, I've yet to hear anything bad. You know, everyone seems, you know, it's 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 going to be another solid uh, solid installment in the Marvel Universe. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be going, I'll be going probably Saturday morning to go to see go that. See yeah. It. Cool. Um, and then I also have a... Um, made for TV, Disney Channel movie that's supposed to be coming out that is some of the villains children which i didn't know the villains had children um, yeah, that... go huh. ahead <laughs> no nothing I, I was like i didn't know either i'm like i'm like oh i didn't even know that they like had romantic interest neither did i until now but it's supposed to does it say called, which children it's called descendants and it's going to have the untold story. stars George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to have Maleficent. Did I say it right? Maleficent? Maleficent. Oh, I always say it wrong. The struggle. The struggle is real for Sandy. <laughs> um, it's got her bratty teenage daughter is what I read in the, the description. Her bratty teenage daughter. How can you be bratty then... Her own mom. Didn't anyway. she? Didn't she die? Ma- Maleficent. Yeah. She did. So how did she have a child? I mean. She... Well, I don't know. Did you see the Angelina Jolie movie? That's I, true. That, I I, I, d- I did not. I did. She did not uh, die in that one though. Oh. She did in the cartoon. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I based it off of. She was a dragon. They fucking killed her. I mean, come on. Is she actually like Malay? According to that, that the live action movie. She did have. Oh, her love interest was the the king. If I'm oh. not mistaken, correct? Yeah, yes. her love interest was the king, and then he cut off her. Wi- Spoiler alert! And then he cut off her wings, and then that's why she became evil. Ah, well, thanks, have- Jamie. <laughs> thanks was, for ruining. That's that. That's he was what, never gonna watch it. Ru- that's what I was gonna do tonight. Just curl up with some popcorn and watch me some Maleficent and. The movie's been out for a year, like over a year now. I think I'm allowed to. I was it. letting it build up suspense. <laughs> over a year. <laughs> so they were really creative with these names as well. So Maleficent's daughter's name is Mal. Oh, that's clever. We have Jafar's son, Jay. <laughs> we have Cruella DeVille's son, Carlos. Yes, and we have the evil queen's daughter, Evie. Which really bothers me because I thought on these names. Which which evil queen are they going by on that one? That would be the Snow White. Yeah, Snow White queen. queen is just named the evil queen. Do you learn something new? Has it no, been so I'm just, long since we did Snow White. No, I'm just forgot? I'm just I'm having trouble. I mean, the premise of this sounds like it could be really good because it's something you don't think, but then it's just like I don't know. Now that you hear the names. Now I hear the names and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure where this is going. You gave up, huh? Yeah. This, I don't know if you answered this or not. Is this live action or animated? Live action. Okay. It is going to be a Disney Channel thing, I believe. <clears throat> so I guess that makes sense because they want to appeal to their audience and... 
I guess their audience would be about that age. Well, I mean, you get that preteen, teen kind of, you know, that's what your appeal now that that's the demographic that's what i was looking for that's about the demographic you're going to get for uh on that disney channel right now like you know because there's a lot of my kids watch disney channels a lot of shows but you know there's a lot of live action shows that they do and uh yeah a lot of them are at that they're really horrible like where the that's the demographic they'd shoot for yeah the, the show only show I know that's on Disney Channel right now is that Jesse show where she's the nanny. Right, and that's what and I that'll be a, that's about the appeal for that that demographic of that. So I I'll probably watch it just so everybody knows I'll probably watch it because <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> but we'll see, we'll see maybe a future episode. So let's let's jump into Hercules. Um, it was released June 27th, 1997. It uh, had an $85 million budget, and its box office was $252 million. So this one had a higher budget than uh, Hunchback. Hunchback was $100 million. Yeah, so this one, so I mean, that's, what, I, that's what I meant. So this is a I less. meant, yeah, I meant this one had a lesser budget. Words are hard. Words are hard. I do have to say that this rewatching this, I like this movie now more now that I rewatched it than I liked it before. Hmm. So I, I I'm digging that sometimes I'm rewatching these movies and I, I'm ending up liking them better than I thought I did. I don't know if I'm forgetting things or what have you, but and and this is another one where for me uh, today was the first time I'd ever watched this movie. Are you okay? Are you okay, Jamie? <laughs> no, I mean, I, de- I saw, I definitely saw it in theaters, um, and I would have been fifteen whenever this was released. And I, I, I really love this. I, I like Hercules. I think is one of the more underrated ones, and I know it gets panned a lot on like a lot of the, you know, like best and worst Disney animated movies. This is always ends up in the worst category, and I don't understand why because I really enjoy it. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't call it worst. But we definitely have some big names on this one, too. We have Tate Donovan as adult Hercules. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. James Woods. James Woods, which... James Woods is one of my favorite villains. I love Hades. He, Hades is my favorite villain. <laughs> he's kind of one of the reasons I'd love to go to Disneyland when they do the um, thing with the villains. Yeah. I would love if they had a Hades character I mean, walking it, around. I I don't think they have a Hades. I, they do have a parade Hades that I've seen at Disney World because they used to. First of all, they had a Hercules Zero to Hero parade wow. at the Disney MGM Studios when this movie was released. <laughs> so, um, so he was definitely in that. And then they later, whenever um, I would do the Disney College program in uh, the summer of 2001, the parade was the Disney stars in motor cars, and it was the Disney <laughs> characters in their respective cars. And there was a Hercules car and Hades um, drove and Hades is in it. Nice. So it was so there is a character, but I think because it like he never like walks around. He's always like in parades, like on a float, because I think he can't like physically like walk oh, around. Right. That would make sense. But I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen him before. They had pain and panic. They had pain and panic. Hercules and Megara as like walk around characters. Oh, because I know that some people, I know this is getting off track, but I know that there were people online on the internets that were a little upset that um, that she was even part of the villain thing that they did this past, in 2014, she was part of the villain Meg? thing. Yeah, Meg was part of the villain. Th- and people were kind of upset that she was even considered a villain. She's I mean, not, she was like she I wouldn't her, consider her a villain. She like like to save her boyfriend's life, she sold her soul to Haiti. Correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. So um I, I I didn't rewatch this but I mean I've I've been very familiar with the movie and I've right. watched it probably yeah. in the past year but I didn't watch it like before this. But um so I might I'm trying to recall. No, everything. that's correct though. I mean she yeah. she, she sold her yeah, soul and so that's what she why, how does that make her a villain? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like so, Hades was still the villain. Right. 
And Most I, definitely. I did like Hades because I mean, I like James Woods, and so this oh. this move this character was James Woods being James Woods. Yeah. Like there is no you know. Now what's interesting is that. I this was almost like my introduction to James Woods because I this movie was released when I was 15 and other than you know James Woods um portraying himself in the episode of the Simpsons Homer and a Pooh <laughs> I wasn't really familiar with him because you know he made he didn't make any kids movies I probably saw like the hard way the one the co- like the uh comedy he did with Michael J Fox right. I believe it's still rated R but I mean, other than that, I wasn't really familiar with him. And this movie made me uh, go back and like watch all of his movies because I was, you know, I was 15. So I was like, all right, I'm going to actually go and like I can like watch all, you know, rent and like watch all these more like adult films now. And yeah, it actually made me really get into James Woods as an actor and all of them. I think Digstown is probably one of my favorite James movies. Yeah, James, that, was one of the ones, yeah that was one of the ones I went back and watched. Yeah, and, that, and Heather Graham, one of Heather Graham's first movies. Huh. Good old Heather Graham. We were just talking about her the other day <laughs> at work. Just so everybody knows what we talk about at work. We don't work. We talk about movies. And what Heather Graham's been up to lately. <laughs> I, for one, like this and the way that the um, like the movie, the way that it's put together to where they can tell the story and they can tell a much bigger story because they're using the transition of the muses and their songs to tell pieces that you're not really seeing, but they do a little bit of animation with. (laughs) Oh, Brian's got out his notebook. (laughs) I like them. I like the muses. I did not. (laughs) See, I like them because I really like the music in this movie, too. See, when it opened up, I was like, am I watching Hercules or am I watching Dreamgirls? I was not really happy about the direction that the muses took us. But I also think, too, that the like, also the purpose of the muses is, like, they're like the, the Greek chorus. Like, they're, like, not only, like, the narrators of the story, but I feel like they're also, you know, like, if you're going to go with... You know, I wonder, would that be, like, Shakespeare or the Greek chorus? I don't know. That's right. What I, from it. No, I I got I I, I understand the purpose <laughs> of them what they're but they for some reason I was just like I would, I just wasn't feeling it. I have to say that Hercules as a baby might be the cutest baby I've ever seen, even though he's a cartoon. <laughs> Can't forget about Baby Pegasus. Baby Pegasus was oh pretty gosh, darn cute too. Oh my gosh, I want one of those so bad. How can I get a Baby Pegasus? They have the plush at Disneyland. Oh well. It's no, just, I know. I'm gonna have to go get him. It's just not the same. Like I want an actual baby Pegasus. <laughs> well, one that can grow up and you can fly on it later on. <laughs> That's exactly what we wanted. It moves pretty quickly though because oh, they're kind of like at this christening type right thing. I don't know what you would really call it. I guess yes, yeah, something to that effect. And can I something real quick because yeah. you were going listing off all the voices. I also wanted to add because. Um, that Rip Torn is the voice of Zeus. Yes. yes. And um, you also have uh, Paul Schaefer is Hermes. That's and another. And they also like the little character look like him as well, which I thought was cute. Oh, that's and another Bobcat reason. And Bobcat Goldthwait is, uh, I forget if he's Pain or Pain. He's one of, he's either Pain or Panic. Yeah, he's one Bo- of them. Which Bobcat? He's, uh-huh. pa- he's Pain. Yeah, he's Pain. So, yeah. Donna, I just wanted to. Those are all, like those are great character actors. So I right. Well, that was one too. When you know, as they're going through, and you see, and I was like, I know that. I voice. go, I go. Well, at first, I wasn't quite sure it was Rip Torn because it almost sounded like John Candy. I mean, not John Candy. John, John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. I thought the same thing. It too. almost, it almost had a John. And so I was like, so I, I did had the IMDb to see exact, and it was Rip Torn. I was like, oh, it totally makes sense. But as I was doing that too, I was like, is, is I go, is that Paul Schaefer? <laughs> Yeah. And it was, and uh, looked like Paul Schaefer. Well, exactly, and that's why I, was, I thought it was odd that it was looked like him. <laughs> and then I was like, no, and it turns out it was Paul Schaefer. It was. And I am not a fan of Paul Schaefer either. <laughs> so I was like, man. So it was a rough start for me. <laughs> a rough start with the with the muses. Yeah, and muses and Paul Schaefer. I was like, I'm not sure what direction we're going. And then Hades walks in, and I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm game. Let's see where this goes. I love, I do love the Hades character because, like, 
He always has the flame going, but if he gets mad when it turns red, it's like, that's yeah. awesome. Like, Yeah, because it's always like, it's the cool blue flame constant. But yeah, he gets pissed and it's just like the big, you know, bright red, yellow flame. Like, you know, really. So you can totally tell uh, how emotion driven that flame is. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had one of those so people would know when I was in a bad mood so they could just leave me alone. <laughs> like, oh, Sandy's in a bad mood today. She's got her her, her red flames going. You can just wear a mood ring like uh, Anna Klumsky in My Girl. That's what I should do. And then I, <laughs> I didn't think of that. Be like, guys, look. Bad mood. There you go. Are you laughing so hard you're crying over there? Uh, Are you just thinking about My Girl and how it makes you sad, Brian? My girl, that's that's something. No, <laughs> don't get Nay started on my girl. She she'll start crying. We actually watched rewatched that not that long ago. Uh, oh, it's good. That definitely holds up, and that's uh, I, I don't that, that I don't want to. No, we're 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 getting off topic. <laughs> we always that's do that's kind of bit, what we so. do. <laughs> um, I did find that if I would have watched this as like a little kid, because I'm the old one here, and I would have been seventeen whenever this movie came out. Um. The whole boat ride thing, when Hades leaves the party and his boat ride back to where uh-huh. he's going is is fairly scary for... Uh-huh. It's the I, River Six, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny because the souls are trying to get out and like get in the boat yeah. and he's like... <laughs> and he just burns them. Like, he's like, get the hell get off back, my boat. Jack. Back in my boat. Get out of my boat. And the three had a dog. Mm-hmm. And then we meet the... Yep. What, what? I, this is mm-hmm. uh, I just know this from mythology. Come on, people. Mythology. Right. No. What was and I see, thinking? And see, that's another like, I'm I'm really a huge into mythology, and I'm a big fan of it. And you know, and that's where some of the stuff kind of threw me off too, where they were had it where at the beginning, Hercules was a a god. Yeah. But he's mm-hmm. he's a demigod because Zeus was his dad and his mom was a mortal. But not in this movie. But not in this movie. He was both parents were gods, so he was already he was a god, and that so right off the bat that one kind of threw me off. But again, it's Disney. It doesn't have to be historically accurate. It doesn't have to be completely true. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that with Pocahontas. Disney makes their own rules. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It is cool. So we meet. Um, I want to make my own rules. <laughs> we meet Pain and Panic, which yeah. are great sidekicks. Yes. They're, even though they're, usually you have your hero that has the sidekicks, which he has his own as well. He does. So, so, but these are great. I think they're great bad guy sidekicks. Yes. And I love the names. Yeah, pain and panic. You can't go wrong with that. It's quite, it's quite fun. You know, when when you're the sycophant of Hades. What else are you supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. What else are you supposed to be, guys? So we find out from the fates. Yes. Which I love that they share an eyeball, but it's also like their magic. Mm-hmm. But magic. and again, this this is true to mythology, to where the three the three witches share the eye, and which I love that. But they let Hades know that he's got eighteen years, and in eighteen years the planets are all gonna align, and then he'll be able to overthrow Zeus. Zeus. But only if Hercules doesn't come to fight. Right. Because if Hercules comes to fight, he's going to be defeated. Right. So he has his sidekicks, Pain and Panic, kidnap the baby. And they give him a magic potion to make him mortal. Right. Then he is found by his mortal parents. Well, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to drink the entire contents of the bottle. And as they're... As they're making him drink this bottle, they are the the two mortal the parents are coming up the the hill or mountain or whatever, and it startles them. They drop the baby, breaks the bottle, and the it, the one single drop left in the bottom of the bottle hits the ground. So he did not drink, and they even say that every last yeah. drop in the bottle, which he did not. I remember that. Yes. Then he's found by the mortal parents, and they're like. We've been asking the gods for a baby forever. Yeah, and they assume that he's from the... And because he has the pendant around his neck, right. so they know 
sent from the gods, yeah. Yep. So they think that he's actually sent because he has he still has the Hercules uh, medal. Yeah. And then um, we have the muses come back and transition us to Hercules being a young man. Mm-hmm. That poor kid. He so because he didn't drink all the potion, he gets to he kept his strength, his right. incredible strength. Mm-hmm. And I feel really bad for him. First of all, he is the gawky teenager. Yeah, he's a gawky. He's real. <laughs> right. I remember him being a little skinny. <laughs> he's, he's a little bow legged. He has giant feet. You know, he hasn't quite grown into him yet. Uh-huh. His head's a little bigger than the rest of his body. He hasn't quite got there. And everybody caught. They they call him a freak. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to play with him. The well, that's I mean, that's just kind of scared of him in a way because he looks like a normal boy, mm-hmm. but he has the strength of a god. So yeah, he's he's a he's a freak. And and this is kind of where he just ends up destroying the little town square on accident <laughs> yeah. or whatever you want to right. call it, the little shopping area that they're at, which. Who is the voice of the guy that owns the vase shop? Oh, it's Wayne Knight. Yes, yeah. that's who it was. I was like, I know this voice, I know this voice, yeah. and now I, I forgot it again. It's Newman. Newman, that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or Dennis Nedry for all you Jurassic um, <laughs> Park fans. Yeah, but you, you, I don't think, I honestly don't think that you can see him without, even in the back of your mind, just being Newman. <laughs> But um, this is where we have the big song, Go the Distance. I have often dreamed of a far-off place Where a great warm welcome will be waiting for me Where the crowds will cheer when they see my face And the voice keeps saying, this is where I'm meant to be I will find my way I can go the distance I'll be there someday If I can be strong I know every mile Will be worth my while I would go most anywhere To feel like I I like the way this song is broken up. It's not like they don't do the full production at the very beginning. It's like he sings a little and then there's some stuff that happens and sings a little more and then some more stuff happens. Um, And this is where his parents tell him that he's adopted. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, because he's after destroying the marketplace. I mean, he he is. He's down on himself. He's like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. They're right. I'm a freak. I, I don't need. I don't belong here. He, you know, on top of being the awkward teen with the freakish, you know, godlike strength, you know, he's out of place and really wants to know where he fits in. I do have a trivia question. For okay. You Go the distance was nominated for both a Golden Globe. And an Academy Award for Best Original Song, but lost to what song from what movie? Oh, um, was it Titanic? I was going to say 90s. Yeah, it would yeah, have been. It was Titanic. My, my Heart, Heart Will Go, Go On. on. Ugh. Could not get away from I, that song. I think Go the Distance should have won. <laughs> I like it a lot better. I mean, I loved Titanic, believe me. Believe you me. I saw that movie one too many times. I can, I'll, I'll, to this day, I have never watched it. Uh, Spoilers, the ship sinks. I don't want to ruin it for you, but that's what happens. Uh, Yeah, I I can, I've I've never watched it. I never want any part of it, but I have seen the parts where, you know, people are falling, guys hitting the propeller. Like that always cracked my shit up. That cracks you up. Of course it does. And, you and shouldn't then, figure it out yet, ladies and gentlemen. Brian, a little sadistic. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> just a tad on the morbid side. So after his parents tell him, hey, you're adopted, here's this, this medallion that was found with you, and you should go pray to, to Zeus and, and see what's next, what's in store for you next. Right. The, the gods will tell you what's next. And uh, he goes to the Zeus temple and prays and... The Zeus statue comes to life, which when this happened, it kind of made me think of the 
at the Lincoln Memorial and how much I wish that like that's they'd funny because I do another Ghostbusters and then the Lincoln Memorial would be the thing that they would have. That's all I thought about that too. Well, as maybe far as just me, <laughs> but maybe not that part. But I did think about the Lincoln Memorial like coming to life. That that's really funny that we would both think <laughs> about. That. Doesn't that happen in Night at the Museum too? It does. It does happen. But still, it's just it's the fact that I think it's funny that we both thought of that, of the Lincoln Memorial coming to life, going to pray to the Zeus statue. Um. So this is where Zeus tells him that he has to become a true hero. Right. And to 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 like get rid of the potion, so to speak, like break the spell of the potion he has to become to, a true hero and that's how he can be yeah become a god so he can go to mount olympus i felt like there was going to be more singing jamie you didn't sing go the distance for us i skipped right no, over that for you i am like others like the muses and <laughs> i'm like others <laughs> um no, because I had a, I definitely had the Hercules uh, sing-along song video VHS. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, uh, the songs were Zero to Hero, and I believe the other one was probably I think was Phil's song, which is really just Danny DeVito talking. Right. But that was, uh, I believe those are the two songs on it. That's funny. Oh, and I think May, and I think maybe Meg's song too, but I won't say I'm in love. Oh uh, yeah, I liked that song. If there's a prize for rotten judgment, I guess I've already won that. No man is worth the aggravation. That's ancient history, been there, done that. Who'd you think you're kidding? He's the earth and heaven to you, try to keep it hidden. Honey, we can see right through you, girl, you can't deceive it. We know how you feel it. Brian's not going to answer. <laughs> He's just making faces. <laughs> if only people can see what his face does during the podcast when they say I like stuff. Mm. Um, so this is where we meet Phil. He's he Hercules wants him to train him to become a hero because mm-hmm. he's trained others. And this movie is full of puns. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's why I like it so much because I love a good pun. And there are many in this movie. So I was a happy camper. Oh, that reminds me of one of my favorite parts. <laughs> Whatever, um, it was uh, Pain and Panic are little children. They like they they turn themselves into little children and try to get Hercules to rescue them. Yeah. and they and they say, "Somebody call IXII." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I noticed that too. I was like, "No way, <laughs> that just happened." Somebody call IXII. That That's great. funny. I just remember. That. That that cracks me up. So that is that's that's what happens kind of next. We meet Meg. Well, well, when when he goes to meet, uh, he meets Phil, who's Danny DeVito, who they obviously animated this character as Danny DeVito. Because <laughs> yes. I mean, when you look at it, if you, just looking at it, not hearing it, you you see Phil, and you're like, that's Danny DeVito. He is kind of built like. <laughs> But in through the introduction of... And it in himself is like, you know, an animated troll. So right. Like, <laughs> but I there mean, was... Like a, I mean, I think he's a, he's a genius and he's a, hilarious, but he's, yeah, he's about five foot three and, you know, and it's a very round mouth <laughs> hand. So, yeah. But through Phil's introduction, because I, like, again, look, see, took notes. Yeah. And there was something that caught my eye and as he's... Uh, there's a there's a part where uh, uh, Danny De- or Danny De- Phil wipes his face with a lion skin rug, yes. which was it's scar. scar. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. was like, hey, oh, I, wait, I know that. Character. I was like, I've seen him before, so that was funny. So yeah, it stood out to where it was. He had a scar skin rug. Yeah, I noticed that too, and put that in my notes. I I think I've. I remember that from before, from seeing it before, but I had com- had completely forgotten. And watching them back in order, watching the movies 
back in order the way that we've been. Well, oh, I yeah, guess you know they're what? not really in order. That actually happens later, but it did happen. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that I think I notice more little things that are kind of hints at other movies. Right. <clears throat> they do the, that a lot now. They do. Yeah. There's a bunch in Frozen. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I, there are a bunch in I saw I saw a video, a YouTube video about it where yeah, there's like thirteen or fourteen, but there's a whole lot. That's but funny. yeah, but that's one of those things that was funny. It's like, hey, that's a scar skin rug. Um, so we meet Megara. All of her friends call her Meg. If she had any. If she had any. See, I told you I watched it. <laughs> I did watch it. Did. <laughs> <laughs> but she is not a willing participant in, in Haiti's schemes. She nope. has like Jamie said, she kinda had to sell she sold her soul to the to, to Hades, Hades to save her boyfriend's life. Who then turned around and cheated on her. Yeah, dumped her. That has to be the worst thing to ever happen to any girl ever. But But I'm not surprised. You know what? I like that, you know, that's probably what would happen in real life. Way to go, Disney. Yeah. Right. That's so true. Definitely true. That would probably happen in life. Oh, I love him so much. I'm going to, I'll do this for him. And then the next thing you know, he's like, eh, I don't really like you all that much. Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Why does this have to happen to me? Um, And isn't this where Hades figures out that Hercules is still alive? Yeah, because she's he because the whole point was she was supposed to get the the monster that Her- Hercules fights on Hades' side for this upcoming coup, so to speak, that he's planning. And then when she's like, "Yeah, this Hercules guy saved the day," and then he goes ape shit because Hercules is supposed to be dead. That can't trust anything with pain and panic on your side. <laughs> They're going to, I mean, I guess that shows they have a little bit of good in them that they were, they were, they didn't want to kill this baby. No, no, no. They totally wanted to kill it. It's just that they, they messed up and out of self-preservation, they didn't tell Hades that the baby wasn't dead because they knew that he would have went apeshit on them. They would have been So they're like, if he finds, they're like, well, if he finds out, I'm not going to say nothing. So it was self-preservation. So no, it's not that they were kind-hearted. They just didn't want him to essentially torture them. <laughs> That's very true. Um, so this is where the little kids come into play. Right. Where Pain and Panic have transformed themselves into um, the two little boys. And they're trapped into the rock. And they're yelling, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And Hercules comes over and saves them. And... Through the whole movie, you see him doing these different heroic things, and but he's n- obviously not a true hero still, no matter what he's doing so far. His heroics are not true heroism. But I did like the, um, I'm going to probably call it the wrong thing, because my notes <laughs> say snake thingy thingy. So I don't know what the snake that he fights... The, the three-headed, the, the hydra? Yes, that's what it was. I like that it swallowed him at first and he killed it from the inside out. Mm-hmm. But then it comes back and he has to kill it again. Yeah, every time you cut off its head, it grows three more. Right. Yeah. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I feel really dumb today. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, my brain is so mushy lately. Um... <laughs> And um, then we have the Zero to Hero song, which, again, rewatching this, I, I hearing the songs again, I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember this. I remember loving this song. And the, all of the um, different... It's a good uh, montage song. Yeah, it is a great montage song, and, and it's hilarious to watch all of the different... Uh, the billboards and the um, the Air Herc shoes that yeah, were there's like there's like a there's like a Gatorade type drink that he endorses and yeah and, uh, and there was something oh that all the figurines and stuff and it kind of reminded me of you know how if if a movie is popular they're gonna come out with the action figures and the shoes with 
the cars on it and right whatever else you can come up with oh anything that. you can make a dollar off of i mean merchandise so it was kind of like disney it seemed like it was like disney poking fun at themselves in a way <laughs> I agree, but I also feel like it's a lot more of like I, I like athlete. I I felt like you know athletes when they get endorsed, right? Oh yeah, the endorsements like the and everything. And the <laughs> That's why I felt like it was like because you know it's like oh like you know you have like your Air Jordans too, and then you know like athletes you know like always yeah like are on the Wheaties box or endorsed like Gatorade or yeah I thought it yeah was that's like, true. The Gatorade. That makes me laugh. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and then um, this is where Hades finds out he has 24 hours to get rid of Hercules. Or this whole plan of him taking over the whole universe, I guess. Taking over from Zeus is not going to happen if he doesn't get rid of Hercules in 24 hours. So I'm assuming that it's been 17 years and thir- 364 days. <laughs> Yeah, according to according to my sundial, that would be that'd, be that'd be about right. <laughs> Which that was pretty funny when that one guy ha- opened up his coat. Yeah, he's like, "You want to buy a sundial?" <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I would totally buy a sundial was, from that guy." <laughs> it was very comic because, well, and then the other when they went to the city, how they had the stoplight, and it was the guy standing on the street corner holding a vase. Oh, and one side was the red and the other side was the green but it had the that was it. <laughs> it's the little things in this movie that I feel like I already need to watch it again just so I can pick up on some of those little those little nuances that right. they stick in there that that's why I will stand by it's a, star, like it's, it's a great animated Disney movie that's often forgotten see you were trying to change your your <laughs> mind Brian I didn't whoa what <laughs> We haven't got to the grading part yet. Oh. I haven't said I hated it. Yet. <laughs> um, and so Hades is trying to figure out what is Hercules, what is his weakness? Everybody has a weakness. We've already learned that, you know, Phil trained Achilles and his weakness was his heel. His heel. <clears throat> and all these different heroes that Phil tried to. And Phil's goal is to get a consolation in the air in the air <laughs> in the sky in the universe uh, of of his universe. champion yes of his champion where people are going to point at it and say that's phil's boy yep that's a pretty big dream well i think he can do it though guys i don't know yet but i think he can do it <laughs> but then her hades figures out that hercules one weakness is meg mm-hmm. that's his his weakness well because that's girl. he because he sins Meg to find out said weakness. Correct. You know, that was her her mission was to find out, you know, she's asking him about how his heels are and how he feels about this and feels about that. You know, he's he's really trying to figure out what, what's the chink in the armor on this guy. And it's always the girl. <sighs> Them ladies, which we kind of talked about this with Hunchback. Here's another female character that is not just pretty and she's hot yeah like they drew her to appeal to a little older crowd i think right there's these you know again they're, they're starting to get to where they're not just beautiful princesses or 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 you know women characters where but they're starting they're making them sexy they're drawing them to where they they have figures and you know <clears throat> Jamie, being a frequenter of both Disneyland and Disney World, have you ever seen Hercules out walking about? Walk, um, I think that's absolutely whenever I worked at Disney World in 2001 at the studios, Hercules and Megra definitely were characters that like hung outside like the the Chinese theater, the great movie ride. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. And yeah, you could definitely, definitely. Were um, they people or were they costumed? They were, they were, no, they were face characters. They were people. Yeah, they were face characters. Okay. So that guy had to be. So that, yeah, he'd be a pretty buff guy then to. I wonder if he ever had to do a push-up contest with anybody. Oh, the questions that I have. <laughs> Life questions. Um, this is, happens to be probably my favorite song in the movie with Meg and the Muses. 
And she won't say she's in love. She's fallen in love with Hercules. She was sent to find his weakness, and he is her weakness as well. Wow. Flip the script on her. Just so everybody knows. Did you want to give us a little sampling, Jamie? (laughs) The song? I'm more of a zero to hero. So, like, that's that's my jam. Oh, we should rewind. (laughs) Rewind a zero to hero. If you feel more comfortable singing that, then I mean, you can sing that right now. It's fine. Tom, well, I just love, there's great alliteration. There's, there's a one line that is like all alliteration. That's amazing. It goes, and that perfect package packs a pair of pretty packs. <laughs> I would have never been able to do that. <laughs> it would have come, in, come well, out. Well, that's because she practiced with her sing-along video. Yeah, so that's that's, that's where she was able to make, make that happen. Do you still have these VHS sing-alongs? No. Um, maybe they might be. Uh, uh, they might be at my mom's house somewhere. <laughs> maybe, but definitely, I do not have them here in California. <laughs> uh, uh, do, do they still make? Like, I feel. Do they still make those? I feel like they sing-alongs or VHS. <laughs> <laughs> this the sing-along songs. I know that they definitely made like you know to squeeze every frickin' penny they could out of Frozen. They definitely made a Frozen version. But I I, I know yeah. that I've seen them on the Disney Channel sometimes, but I'm not sure if they're new or if they're old. Yeah. But I haven't. I wonder if they do sell them in this in stores anymore. You so know what? I'm I I'm not sure. I think now with something <laughs> like that. YouTube it. You know. Yeah, that's true. YouTube it. Well, oh yeah, but I think now if they did something like that, it would almost be a like more of a special feature on DVD. Right. To where there's so much more that you can add to those, or there. You know, long song videos were like, you would be like, "This is the Hercules one," and it would have like two or three songs from Hercules, and then it would have other themed like songs that were themed with Hercules, but from different movies, right? Or even like TV specials, or even like attractions. Like some videos had like, "It's a Small World," or oh. um, "It's Pirates Life for Me." Like they, you know, they. <laughs> They, that's, that's the only way I saw a song of the South was from sing-along songs because I had one that was songs from Song of the South. That's funny. Speaking of Song of the South, <laughs> yes. my dad had a bunch of records at his house, and I keep finding these random Disney vinyl records, and I and I buy them, and I'm going to collect them all no matter what I do. And uh, we found some when we were in L.A. at the Amoeba record store. Mm-hmm. They were like a buck a piece. Oh, so yeah. I was like, I'm buying these. And they still had the books inside of them. Oh, wow. So I was super excited. This one is... I'm surprised. I mean, if it still had all that stuff, I know yeah. I know it's old, but I'm still I'm surprised it was even that cheap. That I was, too. But now I have one that's stories from Uncle Remus. <laughs> and it, Garbage. It's got a tar baby, right? I cannot wait to listen to this. (laughs) And there's like a whole set from all the different movies. Like, um, I also got Alice in Wonderland and Sleeping Beauty. And so I have a Snow White and a Dumbo. Like, I'm collecting them all. I feel like these are, like, when I was little, Happy Meal toys. And I had to have every single one of them. It's like, (laughs) I have to have all of these records now. Because once we found that there was Uncle Remus's stories, I was so excited. Sorry, that was way off track. <laughs> Reel me no. back in. I was like, off track was talking about my girl, not or not. Uh, you know, if you're talking, to, you're still talking Disney. It's still count. That's good. That's good. I wasn't too off track. Off track. A little sideline. Uh, this is where Phil finds out that Meg is in cahoots with Hades. Mm-hmm. Cahoots. Um, but he doesn't know that she's kind of tied to him because. She tried to save somebody. Right. He doesn't know her whole story, but he knows that she is working with the devil. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, it, so Phil tries to talk to Hercules and tell him, hey, Meg's not who you think she is. And Hercules is in the arena or Coliseum or wherever you want to. What do they call it? I feel yeah. like there was a name they used in there that I'm just forgetting. Oh, Arena's, can't remember. Arena works. <laughs> so he's like exercising and trying to become tougher and more muscular and stronger. 
so that he because he's still striving to be this hero the true hero so that um because he knows now who his real parents are now his adoptive parents have disappeared we don't ever yeah see you them never again. see them again at all kind of sad in a way well, they, they were old they were old his dad kind of reminded me of Jafar from Aladdin when he changes into the oh the man. in the prison <laughs> in the prison that's funny <laughs> and I think that same character was in Hunchback as well because at one point in time this old man in this cage gets freed and then he ends up in the stocks oh right yeah yeah and then he gets free and then he winds up in the in the manhole and that's funny maybe it's one of those where it's the you get the same same team, yeah. same animation team during so much, and that's just someone's go-to old man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. There's just one guy's like, it's the only old man I can draw, guys. It's the only, it's the only character I know. Uh, the, and then um, Hercules makes a deal with Hades to free Meg. That Hercules will... That's, trade himself yeah. for her. And so, but his stip, but then her Hades was like, "All right, if you can dive in there and get her out." Oh, that hasn't happened yet. Oh wait, no, I'm I'm off. Never mind. I jumped ahead. You did. Wow. Jump ahead. Spoilers. Um, no, this, this is where he off. just kind of trades his strength. I think. Yeah. So that Meg can be free of Hades and his hold that he has on yeah. her. And, and Hades is all for it because he doesn't want Hercules to be able to defeat him right. within the next 24 hours. And then he, Hades, when I say he, Hades um, brings about the disasters, the, the titans. Um, which is amazing because they use those in um, Kingdom Hearts. The video game, um, they use those characters, the, the Titans, in part of your Hercules quest. Oh. That you have to fight these things off, and it is hard. Because huh. <laughs> they have the ice creature, and even in the game, he's spitting the ice sickles, mm -hmm. and you have to try to dodge them and try to get to the right spot to where... And uh, you have the fire lava right. guy, I guess. It's, it's a little sad. I mean, you would think that even with these disasters, that the gods, especially Zeus, would still be more powerful. But he's not. He kind of gets overtaken for a little bit. Right. And then, and, and Hades sends the one rock, is it a rock monster? The one-eyed guy to go beat up Hercules. The cy it was a Cyclops. The yeah, Cyclops. the Cyclops. We're getting, we're getting close to the... <clears throat> To the, the denouement here, it gets really fast-paced, I feel like, here. And it's got a good action sequence where you keep going back and forth. Like, is our hero going to live? What's going to happen? Is yeah, because even without his power, he still fights the, the Cyclops. Yeah, hey, the Meg has to go get Phil and say, hey, he won't listen to me. I need your help. He, he's he got to fight. He right. can't just give up because Hercules has given up at this point in time. So, and by the time they get back there, like, Hercules already had the shit kicked out of him. And Phil's got to do his uh, best, you know, Adrian, get out there. You're a bum. Go kick his ass kind of thing. You're a bum. You're a bum, Hercules. Get up. When um, Hercules traded his strength for Meg's freedom, the there was a stipulation that Meg couldn't get hurt. Right. In anything else that happened. But she does get hurt. And Hercules ends up getting his strength back. He can lift the pillar off of her. And... Hercules wants to stay with her. Like this is the this is actually a really good love story as well. Like so many of the stories that Disney does are a lot about the girl wanting to get the guy or the prince chasing the girl right. or you know it's a prince and a princess. This is a god and a mortal. <laughs> And Meg was very reluctant to get into the relationship because she was scarred before. Exactly. Right. Like she's not. 
she's not a naive uh, character like we've seen with a lot of the other ones. I mean, Cinderella, naive. Sleeping Beauty has like 18 words she says in the movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think I'm exaggerating on that. I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it's 18 words. But Hercules does end up saving um, Meg, or he lifts the pillar off of her. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil convinces him, dude, you gotta go beat Hades. Like you gotta go help your, you gotta go help Zeus. You gotta go do this. I'll stay with her. Don't worry. Don't worry. And uh, he he ends up going and helping his dad, helping Zeus, but. The real story here is that Meg dies. And I don't know if this is... That was kind of sad. Like, it's, It wasn't comparable to Lion King. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but that's the last... That's the only other movie I can think of where we've spent a whole movie with this character and then they die. Where in Same and Lion King, we spend like half of the movie with the dad and the son and their bonding and everything. Right. Well, it's in Princess and the Frog, too. They kill that lightning bug for like no reason. That's true. See? Spoiler. <laughs> Have you not seen that one, Brian? No. I've even met Tiana in, at <laughs> Disneyland, so... At Disney World. So, I mean, we're BFFs, me and Tiana, in case you're wondering. I'm out of the loop on that one. Yep. Um, The the, the Princess and the Frog death is a very unnecessary death. Like, it has (laughs) nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. That's awesome. See, you you should look forward to that now. Now I am kind of looking forward (laughs) to pointless character death. This is when um, Hercules does go to Hades, and he's like, I want Meg's soul back. She yeah, died. this is where I was at. This is where you were at. Is this, do you have more notes for us, Brian? No. Oh. I'm going to have to take a picture of you with your notebook so but, people will believe me that you took notes. Yeah, I did, for, for two movies. In a row, guys. In a row. <laughs> so, uh, Hades tells him, it, again, kind of like, trade yourself. You dive in there, and if you can get her out... Yeah, if you can get her out before you die... Then sure, go ahead. You can have her. She can she can live again. And Hades is like, yeah, I got this set in stone. Right. There's no way he's doing this. But... But... Dun-dun-dun. But... but. <laughs> because he is sacrificing himself for somebody else's life, this is where his true hero comes in. Right. So this whole time, all he had to do was save somebody's life and put his own in danger. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if that would have been enough because at the same time, doing a lot of those, fighting those creatures and doing stuff, he was putting his himself in danger for people. That's true. But, but this he was, was doing it for the wrong reason. That's what, he was yeah. Like famous. He, he actually, yeah. So this one, he actually had some personal connection. Like he, he loved this girl. So he was sacrificing his life. For her. And that's what really... That was the difference. That, that, was on that this. makes sense. Did you think that he looked like when Ursula turns merfolk into those little boogers that stick out of her oh, cave? I didn't think of that. You're right. <laughs> he kind of looks like that when he's going down through the water. He kind of starts to shrivel up like the... And yes, they're boogers in my world. <laughs> the merfolk are boogers. Okay, so anybody, anybody needs that for any information. So, so, and since he s- sacrificed himself for true love and to save her life, he becomes immortal while he's in this sea of souls. Right. And uh, he's able to save himself, and he's able to save her. Right. Because the fates were were they were cut in a string. Yeah, they that's, were trying to cut his string. That's that was that's how they that's how they did it. They cut your string when you died. But yeah, so when they, you know, and the suspense builds as the scissors are coming, and then right as it right as it comes down on it, golden rope. His little string gets gold, and he breaks the scissors. So I don't. Uh, uh, this is where my. I remember me thinking like, oh, what a rusty pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't going to cut anything. Exactly. 
Um, and then his Zeus comes and takes them up to Olympus, and he's a god again, and he he pretty much has the choice of either staying there with his with the other gods with the other gods, his parents that he's never known, and and everything. Or there she goes. She's pretty much summed it up. She's just kind of like, okay, yeah, well, that was fun. And she just kind of starts to walk off like she loves him, but she realizes that, you know, crap happens and, you know, I can't, he's not going to want to be with me. He's a god. Right. Yeah, and at least she didn't lose her soul again. She probably feels down on herself too. Like, well, no guy wants to be with me. Like the first one didn't and now this guy doesn't. That's <laughs> He'd rather you know, be a god. Yeah. But here's where my big question comes. So Hercules chooses to be with Meg instead of with his parents, which obviously he could visit them anytime. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, because he's a god, he can come and go as he pleases. Because that's that's what Zeus's thing was. Like you know, he would leave Mount Olympus all the time, and you know, go and have sex with random women. That's why you had uh, so many uh, so many demigods out there. That's why there were so many of them. Because yeah, he'd like to he liked to change it up. They didn't show that in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't show that at all. Yeah, that, was, that was kind of Zeus's hobby. He'd go and like transform into someone else, pretend to be someone's husband, and then like he'd do someone. And then yeah, that's why he had a whole bunch of Zeus demigods out there. Oh, so, and a so horn dog. Why couldn't Zeus have just turned Meg into a goddess? It doesn't work like that. Ah, oh, that would have been so much cooler. Yeah, it's just not how it works. Yeah, but... You don't just turn people into gods. But Disney just kind of throws caution to the wind when it comes to the rules of <laughs> of stories or mythology or history. So they could have done it. I guess in Disney Greek mythology, they probably could have done it. <laughs> but But that would have been easy. You know, it was easy, you know, for him to be like... He's 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 done all this and put in all this work to to make that to become the hero so that he can reach that goal of going to a Mount Olympus with the gods. Well, now, you know, the true love have you. Now it's like, well, you can stay here with us. And he's like, no, I'm going to sacrifice that once again. I'm going to go and, and be with my true love. At least he knows that if she if she's in love with him, she's gonna do anything for him. Cause I mean, hope so. I mean, I I mean I hope so. But here are our muses again. Yeah, they are. Seeing a star is born, which then goes into the credits, and we have Michael Bolton singing, which <laughs> just <laughs> ruined the whole thing there for me. <laughs> But hey, this was like his heyday, so it made sense for him to be singing the song in the credits. For yeah, that mid '90s. I mean, that was that was some Michael Bolton time. And I also liked. Oh. I also like these credits in this movie. <laughs> At the end, it shows like each character and then the voice actor and who the animator was for each one. So it would be like Hercules, and then the name, and then the animator. And I thought that was kind of a cool way to put them together. So that, I mean, for me, I kind of like knowing it all. And so to have that in the end where you can see all together, like you're not just seeing animators. Oh, okay, that person, right. that, and then you're seeing the voices. And it was just like, and in the beginning too, it's like you see, I like the way it was put together. They have the muses, they do a little song, and then it's Walt Disney Pictures Presents. Like... I don't know if I'm missing something in the other movies, or I don't recall this happening previously, but I feel like this is a new, or new to me, way of opening the movies and ending the movies. This was different. I mean, typically, like, in it's every movie, yeah, you'll have your name actors first, they'll go through, and then once they're rolling credits, yeah, it's broke down who animators this and that, but yeah, I think you're right where everything was... Where they grouped them all together like that. I think it's different. I don't think it's been done like that before. Also, I want to know, when is it? You'll notice, like, and this goes for animated and just, like, live-action movies in general. There was a time where the credits were prior to the start of the film. And then once the film was over, it was just over. There were no end credits. 
And I want to, like, that's a good trivia question. I want to know, like, when did that change happen? I'm going to have to look into that now because you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, if you watch It's a Wonderful Life, the credits are at the beginning of the movie, and then the movie just, and then, like, the movie ends. And yeah, I see. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And nowadays now. they have beginning and end credits in yeah. most every movie. Right. I wonder when that did end. Like, when they decided, well, we've got to put this at the end, too. It would have had to have been that probably late 50s, early 60s. Because, like, you know, like you said, It's a Wonderful Life. That's a good example where it's like, yeah, everything before when it's over, it's over. So it would have had to have been in that uh, towards the end of the black and white era, transitioning into your... Yeah, it probably happened in the 60s, probably. Early 60s, maybe late 50s. Yeah. Maybe. So is Her- Jamie is Hercules like your second favorite? Your no, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I mean, it's um, maybe in my I'm like definitely top twenty, maybe top. <laughs> well, I mean, you, I mean, you're asking me to compare it to like you know, like Jungle Book and Lion King, and like I think Fantasia is brilliant just for like its accomplishments. I know everyone thinks it's boring, but I love it, and um, but. I don't know, easily top, maybe top ten, probably top ten. Hmm. I I enjoyed it. I mean, I I kind of feel the same way. I don't think I would I would say it's one of my favorites, but I wouldn't mind to rewatch it. No, it's not like Hunchback where I was like, when is this right. going to be over? And and like, yeah, I like, definitely haven't seen Hunchback since I saw it in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you had said, Jamie, where you were saying how it's always it always gets swept into those some of the worst. Worst Disney movie categories. I wouldn't say it's in the worst, you know. But like you're saying, you know, it's definitely a top ten kind of thing. I don't know if it'd be a top ten for me, but it's def- it's not one of the worst. Clearly, they have done worse. To the list because I don't even know if it'd be top ten. Definitely top twenty. I would, <laughs> but I don't know, to, you know, because I like you gotta, yeah. I mean, I mean, because like Jungle Book and Robin Hood are probably my favorite. <laughs> Definitely. Robin Hood, I think, is a staple in in all of ours. Uh, even yep. other guests that we've had on. I mean, for me, yep. Robin Hood is number one. And I and, uh, and why? And I think a lot of people agree that they love Robin Hood. Yet I feel like it's another like you never see any merchandise. You never see any of the care, like nothing. Right. Oh, I would love to have a Maid Marian plush. <laughs> I have a Sir Hiss and a Prince John. You do? Is that what you said? I'm sorry? You said you do have a Sir... I do. I have Sir Hiss and a Prince John. Nice. Because, or even the same with Jungle Book. You'll have to send us a picture of those, uh, the Sir Hiss and the Prince John. Like, with Jungle Book, you don't really see the characters unless you're at Animal Kingdom. Right. Or in a parade. Like, we met... um, they're always at Animal Kingdom, and then like King Louie is in Mickey. The, uh, he's in Fantasmic, and he's in Mickey and the Magical Map, and he's in the parade. But that's it. Yeah, we saw Brandon and I saw King Louie and Baloo in Walt Disney World at, at the Animal Kingdom. I yeah. was so singing excited. I was like, we're waiting in that line. <laughs> you know, I, I visit them every time I'm there, and my friend that I uh, normally go with, he's like, he's like, you're gonna meet and greet with them again. I'm like, yes, every time. <laughs> no. Yeah. You you frequent the parks. Uh, I know that you know as often as you can. Do you still, or or have you? Did you ever have one of those autograph books as a kid? Yeah, uh, me. Yeah, of yeah. Course. And, um, and as an adult, I actually when I worked at Disney World, they briefly sold a, a Pluto Plus. That's oh. kind of like actually now you probably see a lot of these like out around now because it's like graduation time. But it's an autograph plush. Have you uh-huh. ever seen? Like the autograph plushes, like they usually like I've seen like a dog one for like grad, um, like for graduation. Right. Okay. Well, they had a Pluto that they sold briefly, and I and I bought it uh, when I worked there, and it like my mother found it and it like like in my house and it resurfaced probably about six years ago or so, and so I've been working on like I have all the characters signed that. Oh, awesome. So do, but, when you go currently, do you have new ones sign things or sign your book or your dog? I about that because I haven't done that in a while because especially Disneyland, you don't really see, like unless it's seasonal, like for Easter, they had like all the bunnies come out. 
So I did go and see like Roger Rabbit, and they had Thumper and Rabbit from Winnie <laughs> the Pooh and Br'er Rabbit. Wow. So, yeah, so like they'll do like seasonal characters, but yeah, Disney. It, it, I, I feel like you're more apt to see them in Disney World. Hmm. But yeah, I, I did. I did get a nice photo. Of, I, I have a Roger Rabbit dress that's made like from repurposed uh, bed sheets, and I have a photo with Roger Rabbit. That, it, was, it was pretty cute. That's that awesome. Too cool. Yeah, because I remember going to Disneyland when that movie first came out with Roger Rabbit, who framed Roger Rabbit, love and he it. was out a lot. But I love that movie. I do think we saw a way more characters in Walt Disney World, especially just walking around, than we Epcot did. Is, like they they made a big deal out of like you know Epcot didn't have enough you know Disney to it, so like they try to make like the respect like the respective characters in each of their countries now. So yeah, we a- did. We definitely saw Mulan in there, too. And I was going to wait in line for her, but then she left. Like, she had other things to do or something. Bitch. Some people's kids. <laughs> yeah, you always see, I like, um, uh, France in Epcot is the only place where you can see Marie from the Aristocats. And she's really cute. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's just like a big, giant white kitten with a big, giant pink bow around her neck. She's so adorable. <laughs> But yeah, because I did see Belle and I saw uh, Mary. Yeah, yeah, and Mary Poppins and Alice in Wonderland in England. Yeah. So, anyway, what would you rate this one, Hercules? Back to Hercules. What would you rate it, Brian? (laughs) Um, the more you know, I watched it today, and then kind even just more kind of discussing it right now. Um, it actually I think it grew on me a little more as we talked about it. Yes. Because you know I get the. I earlier watch so anyways i'm gonna go three five so it's one where that's why i'm saying it definitely wasn't one of the worst yeah it, it coasted right in the middle it had a lot of uh memorable stuff in it it was it was nice it flowed okay there were some things i didn't like about it but that was me but yeah i think a three five it's something that um i, I could watch again i wouldn't hate my life if i watched it again yeah i i have to go with a 3.5 as well um, I kind of feel the same way. I would watch it again. Definitely seeing it again made me like it more than what I recalled. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the same way I feel about Cinderella. Like, I thought, oh, Cinderella. I've got to watch Cinderella. And then re-watching, I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this movie. What was I thinking? <laughs> so, for me, 3.5 as well. And this is, what's your scale? Out of five or four? Five. Out of five. Out of five. Oh, I'd give it a four then. Okay. I would give it a four out of five. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is the Hercules episode. Um, you can find us at facebook.com slash Real Disney Podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Real Disney. You can find Brian on Twitter. At PagMega. And you can listen to Jamie on our Jungle Book episode and on the Kevin Pollock chat show. Also, I have if um, I also have a Mad Men podcast where we recap all the episodes of Mad Men, hmm. and which is now airing, and it's called Mad Men. You watch it, so you can find that on iTunes as well. If you're a big Mad Men fan, we we dissect every episode like <laughs> scene by scene. Nice, because so. I've been I've been thinking about starting to watch that show because I didn't get into it when it was on, but good old Netflix has got it there for me. So yeah, I, we started doing this podcast in season three. Uh, of Mad Men. So, um, yeah. So, once you catch up to season three, you can start listening. Nice. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jamie, for coming on our show again. Yeah, no, I love talking about Disney. So. <laughs> oh, snap. It's audio snap.